Hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves. I'm Danny. Uh, I'm back after that wicked burn last week. Um, I was in the burn ward for a while. I put a lot of aloe on. I'm feeling a little better now. God but damn it, I'm Dan. Here. And I'm joined by the two people who destroyed me. Uh, but yeah. here they are, I guess. To be fair, I didn't destroy anything. <laughs> it, it's an album that you didn't make. You just I enjoyed. did make that. I didn't tell you, but I produced that album. He did. <laughs> You're full of shit. Um, <laughs> who who am I joined by? Who's here? <laughs> who is that talking? Um, I guess my nickname is now Benny the Burner. Um, oh shit! So Benny the Burnator. That's a that's a Homestar Runner reference. Yeah. I mean, sure. No. No. No one getting Homestar Runner reference. I'm like the nicest person on here, but. I, I shift gears one day and it's the end of the universe. It's, it's it cool. Terrible. It wasn't just you. It was also this fool who's yeah, next to me. Yeah. Who who is that fool next to you? Uh, that that is Shakuna apparently, according to the song. Um, hi everyone. Well, You're never gonna let that go. No, never. The what? song. <laughs> I'll never let. Shakuna. I'll never let. I'll never never let that go as long as you never let this whole hot rod circuit thing go. So never. <laughs> then there you go. The feud continues. Uh, you, I didn't write that. Song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're here to talk about a very exciting album. We are two weeks into 2023. And we already have a bomb ass record. I don't care what the other two think. This is my opinion. We have one of the best albums of the year. I'm calling it. Um, it is the new Fireworks album. Oh, I don't have my notes up next to the screen like normal. Oh. And it's called Higher Lonely Power. 2023, killing it so far. Yeah, so man. far, and we're only 12 days in. It's pretty impressive. The 12 days of 2023, and my true love <laughs> gave to me. Uh, a fireworks <laughs> album release. Ah, see? Nice. Ah. nice. Right off the top of the dome right there. Um, I, I should have prepared you for this, but Benny, since you're the super fan of fireworks, as you have almost all the albums standing behind you, why don't you well, have a little history of fireworks? Give me history. I'll give you history. So... Yeah. Right there, um, well, I guess people. I'm pointing to that. Uh, people listen to it. They can't. They're not actually watching it. Um, we are everywhere. Um, was my first, I guess, like introduction to fireworks, and it's that sound is a lot different than what we're gonna experience today. Um, I mean, like we are everywhere up into like I guess, um, confusion is basically all like. Like pop punk, um, gospel. They started to like, dip their very toe little. into. What was that? Very little. Like it was still very pop punk. Well, that's what I was saying. They they were dipping their toe, um, into expanding their sound. And then they kind of went in that direction. Well, more so in that direction with Old Common Life. And this one is like totally, totally like, apart from that. And I'm here for it. Like it's, I'll I'll be honest. Like it's at first. I guess we'll get into it, but at first listen, I wasn't as enthused as Dan was, but like after I listened to it like numerous times, I'm like, I fucking love this. Yes. So I'm again, I I was I think because of the first track, I was thrown off. Um, however, like I, I do still like it in the like the overall of the album and i think it i think it fits well i mean it, it just but it just threw me off i didn't know what to expect um like entering this album because i forget th- I what they're they released a single in 2019 dan if you can 
help me out with it. I forget what it's called. It starts with a D. The single? I have no idea. Okay. Well, Fireworks dropped off for me. Like I really fell in love with <clears throat> all I have to offer is my confusion back in 2009. Yep. Sure. And I actually haven't listened to anything earlier than that. And then Oh Common Life was good and Gospel was good. But like I didn't follow them like I should have. Sure. I mean, I always thought they were great, but mm-hmm. They were never like top tier for me. They were like, oh, this is a sick Michigan band. I appreciate that. Sure. I'm digging these pop punk tunes. So but they had they a were single... also. Sorry, go ahead. They were also kind of on the level of um, Wonder Years to me for the longest time. Like I liked a few songs and now I appreciate Wonder Years a lot more. Sure. But. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, too. Didn't Wonder Years tour with Fireworks uh, not too long ago as well? Well, like so soupy like dan campbell like he's like a super fan um of of fireworks he always sings their praises but they yeah so they they toured with like it was like a brief part of the uh, one year's hum um tour um that i went to um, alone um all by yeah myself. you and keep I, making us feel bad about it I, was at Iron <laughs> I mean well that's the theme of today apparently <laughs> just making people feel bad about things that happened in the past so Let's let's ride that train. Keep we keep on crying, Dan. Yeah. Keep on crying. I am gonna keep crying, and I do want to point out that's something I thought was really cool. Is a week ago when I went to the Fireworks uh, Spotify page, they had their like random songs from different albums as the top played songs, and apparently the rest of the world is with us on how great this album is because their top ten songs played right now is just every al- song from this album. Mm-hmm. So, um, and. Now that you bring that up, I actually, actually saw that too on Apple on the Apple Music side. Um, so like the number one song, What's Apple Music, I, is a it's a shittier version of Spotify. I mean, it's the first superior Sorry. version of Spotify, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Well, I'm making a point to reinforce what you said, Daniel. Um, oh, thanks. And it's that all of the songs on this um, like new album are the top, and after that, it goes to Arrows and Detroit. Um, so Detroit being on the Confusion album and Arrows being on Gospel, like the two like, biggest hits from those two albums. Um, so just I think it really like, shows like, the impact of this album because like people are really loving it. Yeah. Shakuna, do you have any history with this band at all? Zero, as a matter of fact. Uh, so my introduction to this band was last week <laughs> before we recorded the podcast. And you're like, hey, you should listen to this song. You may like it. And I was like, Okay, I'm intrigued. Let's uh, I'll dig more into it. Like, no, 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 let's review it. And I was like, oh, okay, then we'll, I'll just I'll wait. We'll review it then. Uh, but uh, yeah, so after I listened to this album a few days back, I decided to dig a little bit deeper into their their past albums. And and Benny's right, they hit it right uh, the nail on the head. Kind of took all my uh, my entire speech away uh, because yeah, this sounds nothing like any of their previous work. No, they completely reimagine themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I got some thoughts about that. So we'll we'll talk about it as, oh, we, as, shit. We, as we dig so, into the track listing. I don't know if I brought this up before. I think, I think I told you guys like, like like offline some conversation. But like my first ever experience with fireworks was like live was in was in my hometown, like in can in in, in, uh, in Canada, Canada, uh, Canada. And, uh, they they played in a in a. A skate park, like a skate shop, but it was like a in like a half pipe, um, and the bands all played in, in this half pipe, and it, it, it was awesome. And they they were actually the opener, um, and they opened for this like a this like other local band, um, from Windsor, and then they played with 
Attack of Black and Cancer Bats was was the headliner. And nice. it just kind of it's just kind of fun. And it was it was I actually went there for Cancer Bats, who I adore, and I probably will suggest having one of their albums be one of the um, albums we, we review at some point in the future. Um, but yeah, I was there for the Cancer Bats, and then I saw I just like saw Fireworks like like briefly. It was it was like, like a five or six song set. It was it was it was, it was not very long like long at all. I'm like this band's pretty cool. And then I and then I saw like I didn't, I didn't buy any merch at that time, uh, but then I just started going to see them like in Detroit and. And all those like, venues that we we all love, and then it's I, I definitely fell in love, and so I'm gonna support no matter what they do, um, but I'm gonna try and put my fandom um, away as best I can because I mean like as we all know like we, no matter like if we love a band like to our like core, like it's no matter like what anybody says like, we're gonna love an album, um, so I mean I I think I, I still love this album, but I think that I'm gonna try and put my bias my my fandom biased away um as best i can and it's probably not gonna happen but i'm gonna try (laughs) (laughs) at least least you're making the attempts yeah let's do it let's get into this juicy album (laughs) track one god approved insurance plan you called it juicy and i never mind we're just we're just going starting this album off with a banger questions you know the god-driven plan so many of us were forced to into younger age which is a huge heavy theme of this whole album oh yeah um i love it i mean i love any i'm i'm not religious at all and i do think organized religions a little fucked so (laughs) i i have opinions about that but the just the way they dive into so many different topics on this album and just starting it off right away with like how it was crammed down our throats, you know? Yeah. It's so, the insurance plan we're all given. I mean, and I think like it's, and through like the most of their like collection of, of albums, like they do dip into religion like a lot. So it just, it didn't really surprise me. That's like, even the album name, like hot, like a higher lonely power. Like that, like, like screams like religion, um, obviously. But uh, so this is the like I love I love this track, um. But here's where I got like I I almost I won't say like disappointed, but but confused with the rest of the album right right out of the gate because I saw like the type of album that it was like categorized as on on Apple Music. It said punk album. I'm like okay, cool. So I hear the first track. I'm like holy shit, this is gonna be like all like punk. Like like ragers right out of the gate, and then you get to the next song, and I'm like, oh, this is something totally different. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I was like at first, like I guess like listen, I was like a little bit like thrown off. Um, I wouldn't even say I was disappointed. I just I was just thrown off, and I had to really kind of like reset my expectation of what this album was gonna be. Um, but this song like rips. I, I love it, and I'm curious to know what our good friend Jakuda. Thanks. Simon Cowell, like your, your good friend Simon Cowell, thinks. Oh, damn! <laughs> if we have to fight him, I will gladly, 
possible. No, I've learned no. just to not to expect anything from you two. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Jesus I like how you throw me Christ. under the bus. And you know I have you back on this album. Wow. Okay, so here's um, here's what I'm going to say about this track. Um, I wish it were longer. Uh, that's my, my biggest gripe about it. It, it feels to me, and I, this is what I wrote down in my notes. It feels like a very early under oath demo in like the best way possible. It has like a lot of raw motion, a lot of driving, uh, drums and guitars. It's, it's chaotic and beautiful all at the same time. Um, and as, as Dan alluded to as, as not being a religious person and someone who had to grow up Catholic for, uh, and went to Catholic school for eight years, I can tell you as someone who had religion shoved down my throat, um, that this this song and really kind of really the the entirety of this album and we'll get more into it as as we go along really kind of speaks to the the atheist soul in, inside of me. So this is yep. so this is yeah I I feel very at home uh, with that track. My only gripe about it once again is is that it's too short um, and it's just it feels like this should have been a different album uh, because the rest of the album just it doesn't. It doesn't fit. This is like a hardcore in-your-face track, and the rest of it just doesn't have that same flow. So it just feels a bit disjointed in terms of where it's placed. But uh, that said, solid track. I would say also it is the only punk song on the album. I don't think this is a punk album at all. No, not not even close. Um, Which is why I was like, why the hell would they name this? I mean— so I'll say this: fuck up music for for calling it a punk album. <laughs> oh, it's not a punk album. I'm sure Spotify does too. Yeah. I didn't look, but, but it just it just it made no sense to me. So I I do agree with Jakuna on that point because I I would have enjoyed this album if just probably as much if this song wasn't on it if it was just, it was just like a B side. Yeah, yeah, or, or whatever. Um, however, I still really really like it, and I actually am in the same boat as you too. So I don't know if you grew up Catholic, um, Dan, but I also grew up um, Catholic, um, and I haven't really been. I only go to church for the, for the funerals and for and, and for weddings. Yeah, yeah, you, um, you do the same. usual stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I I definitely fell out for like a, a, a laundry list of reasons. Um, and never, I'm I'm not going back. Um, but so this also kind of like spoke to me as well. So I think we all kind of agree, um, and we're, and we're all kind of like. I guess like anti, I guess religion in, in, in certain ways. Too. Well, I'm not anti-religion. I'm anti-organized religion well, because okay. I grew up. I didn't grow up religious at all. No, it was never oh. forced on my throat, which was really nice. But I had people that were super Catholic friends. Sure. I had people that were super Jewish friends, and I had friends that, um, or my mother-in-law was um a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, like interesting. Hardcore. So like seeing the extremes of all these religions, like a girl I was engaged to in my early twenties, her mom was the um, secretary for the church. So like everything that happens, like I met up with them at the church all the time, not for actual church. Cause I would never go to church. Sure. But like just being there after hours and like hearing stories, not horror stories, just like how things go on. I was like, Oh my God. Like, and I do want to say that I'm against your guys's opinions about this song. I think this song and the last song do not fit on the album, but theme wise, you're angry at the beginning here. And the last song, you're almost melancholy. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like anger going to acceptance. Like this is Mm -hmm. almost like the stages of grief 
we're going through in this okay. album. I could see where you're going with that. Ooh. So, I mean, I, I do like really fucking love how heavy the song is. And I actually would sure. love if they had one or two more songs on the album this heavy. Honestly, I but, wish they would have a whole album that was this heavy. Yeah. But I'm still extremely happy with the way this whole album flows. And that's the way I thought of it when I looked at it. Sure. I've listened to this album. I can't even count how many times <laughs> since we've talked about doing this album. Sure. Sure. But that's how I think of it, like going from anger to acceptance by the end. Yeah, I can I can buy that for sure. It's yeah, very interesting. It just moved a little bit. I I, I really I really like that. That was good. Thanks, guys. All right, track two. I want to start a religion with you. I do with both of you. Aww. So I love that the first song is super punk heavy, and then the next one is like, oh, we listen to Manchester Orchestra. Let's make a song like that. Um, I love this song with a passion. The deep bellowing bass synth. I'm gonna. Dude. It's gonna be a common theme in this whole thing. The way they use synthesizers and like Dude. Uh, fuzz pedals in this album are incredible, incredible. Um, it gives me almost an industrial vibe with the bass synth in this song while the guitars are like weeping like bedroom pop in the background. Oh yeah, totally. It, it's forcing so, it. Oh, my favorite lyric of all time on this is like forcing it uh, in a metaphysical way is a killer line. If you think about it, like forcing it in an abstract theory, like it's not mm. real. It's n there's no basis of reality in what you're, you're forcing. So I don't know. It's like, it's a deep thought the more you think about it. So this is my favorite favorite song um, <laughs> on the album, um, which is funny because how I kind of like started out like my like thought process of, of this album, and I'm, and I'm like I was thrown off by the song, but the like the more I listen to it, I'm like fuck, I love this song, and I can just see myself being being at the show and just being like just like vibing like back and forth, and just like that's the type of like, like vibe I get from this. It's just like. Like so easy to listen to, but just like like powerful lyrics and like great instrumentals. Like, oh, like fuck, like, like you. I mean, like you guys know, if, like and like Dan always like speaks on like on, on like like the the, like, the bass lines and and the like synths. And like, I, I honestly, I, I, I you're just vibing song. it. I, vibing I this it. whole album, I was vibing to. I, I guess it's not something you do like you do like circle fits too. Something you just, you just like sit and like and just like vibe to. And I. That's that's my just like, like running theme to this whole album is like besides track one obviously is that I can just vibe through this whole fucking thing and I love it. Yeah. So uh, this I'm uh -oh. gonna agree with Benny on this one. This is actually my favorite song on the album as well. Um, may maybe well the, I'm trying to go back to my notes to see if there's anything else I called out on this. It's not my favorite song. I'm excited to talk about my favorite song. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. No. So like I said, I this, do love it. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, this is kind of my favorite song on this. The only thing that I will say about this is I feel like this could be like, and this is and this is not a dig on it by any means, but I feel like this song could be like a track that's like a, the intro to like a coming of age movie that you know you'd find like on oh, Netflix totally. or something like that. 
Like, you, yeah. like the opening scene is like some this hot chick that's like just met this guy and like just like walks into like his bedroom or like apartment or whatever. And, he's, and she's like, "What are you listening to? This sounds really good." Oh yeah, this is fireworks. You wouldn't, you haven't heard them before. They're they're, <laughs> they're cool. Whatever. I I really think I like him. Um, so yeah, this that, is also the start of the indie rock phase because track nine through eleven are just indie rock. Pretty much, yeah. Which and it's fine, one hundred percent fine. Oh yeah, and and I have some notes on that too, but we'll we'll talk more about that later. But yeah, um, like I said, notes. I have notes. I have, I have notes. tons of notes. You um, think but, I pull out all no, 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 out I'm of my ass? There's... No, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> that like Shakuna's notes aren't always in the favor of the album. I'm just saying. Well, listen, I just started doing notes recently. I, I've, for the most part, a lot of our album reviews, I've just been going straight off the dome because I'm just like, oh, I remember listening to that and I remember so, the things I didn't like about it. So I did, uh, I'm going off the dome as well um, on the on this one, but I did like rate the songs. Um, oh, did you? Ones I, yeah. Nice. So, but uh, yeah, we already know it's number one, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm excited to talk about the next one. Cool. Track three. Good night, tomb. Good night, tomb. Sleep well. Good night, moon. Good night, tomb. <laughs> Play. I hope you guys don't mind. I keep going first. Yeah, go. Oh, no, you're fine. Do. You're good. All right. So, when did Fireworks become my favorite new killer indie rock band? Hand claps, group yells, catchy simple chorus, driving drums with swirling guitar and bass, layered vocals fit perfectly like ice cream sundae. Like this song is killer. Yeah. yeah. I thought you'd like that ice cream sundae reference. <laughs> so, are we? This is not your favorite song, though. No, this is not my favorite song. Okay, fuck. So, and I think. It, <laughs> I think, like, I guess it's kind of been a running thing for all of us. Like, once we, like, have an album and someone chooses it, I feel like they should be the first one to, to speak on it. I feel like that should be a That's fine, though, but this wasn't really my choice choice. This was, oh, this is good. We should review it. But you well, we no, kind of so, forced so, everyone's hand on this one. But I did kind of force everyone's hand. So, no, and I was I was gladly going to review this one because this is actually my second favorite song. Um, and honestly, one of my favorite, like, lines, it's super, super simple, but... It's like God damn, I'm happy, and I and I can just like, like picture that like again like good vibes, like just like just like a like good feeling like just listening to this fucking song and that line I can just imagine being at a fucking show and just the whole fucking like like, like place just yells that and fuck I just I, I love it. <laughs> Are we also partial because we live in Michigan because? The references oh. to Upper Michigan and like this song feels like how it feels now with it's cold but it's not too cold and it's sunny out, you I know. Mean, like it gives maybe, that vibe. But they they've always referenced like Michigan. Maybe that that's part like, like part of like 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 stick to like they always kind of reference it. it just it's like they just like 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 love this like area and like and they're like I guess like Midwest to the core. But uh, I'm definitely cool with that though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I'm biased because it, they make Michigan references because I hate Kiss, so therefore, you know. You hate Kiss? Oh, I fucking hate them. Do, oh, do... Kiss is not that bad. I would, they're not my favorite band by any stretch, but I like, there's a there's a large group of songs I like. 
It maybe maybe just because I don't like Gene Simmons as a person, therefore that's different. I know, but it's like it, it's it's like it's the Kanye West treatment of things. Like you kind of hate the man, therefore you have to be kind of more critical of so, the art. Um, yeah, but you like Kanye West. I, I you like later oh Kanye West. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. You like later than I like later. Like. I dropped off at my beautiful dark fantasy, and that's, you have a few. That's where I dropped after. off at. That's where I dropped oh, I off. Thought as well. we were, I thought we were talking, and you were like trying to up Ye, and I'm like, oh. No, there, there's like one or two songs on Ye that I really, really like. Oh, yay. And then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> Ye, Ye, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye anti Semite. Uh, anyways, uh, so wow. here, well, but he is it's have, true. Have you no, not? I been, know. I say, have you not been paying attention? Uh, no, I have. I just, it's just, just saying, it's just, it's just wow. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> it is. It's, it's so amazing that, that someone who is gifted as like a, a talented musician, arguably one of like the greatest creators in, in modern day hip hop, just turned out to be sure. just a flaming piece of crap. But it's not. Is it though? Let's, let's be honest. It's more surprising nowadays when we have an artist that's clean and cool. I guess you're right. Like, has no drama at all. Like, if you have that like, much like, creativity and your mind is that, like, just, like, like wild, like, it kind of makes sense that you're a little, a little bit fucking, like, crazy if you can <laughs> create all... Well, to create everything that, that he's created. I mean, I'm not a huge like Kanye fan. I haven't really like, ever like, really dove into his his collection. Like, I know like his his like hits, but that's basically it. Right. Um, like, and I'm never ever going to dive in his collection because why? Imagine if I? there was cancel culture back in the '80s. Oh my gosh, Michael Jackson like, would have been canceled immediately. Like, metal bands, pop bands. Like, I mean, I love David Bowie, but that guy had issues as well. I love Prince. We all know Prince had issues. Prince is also a gigantic asshole too. Uh, yeah, to like the majority so like... of like his face. No, he was <laughs> seriously like he, there. Uh, I remember. I forget where I read this interview, but uh, and we're getting way off the rails on this one. But anyways, <laughs> that there was. Uh, well, actually, I, I take it back. There is a friend of mine that I worked with, or a coworker that I worked with, uh, that she said that she went to go. She's like a diehard Prince fan. And saw him live, and somehow convinced someone to get backstage passes to like basically like see him as he was like going onto the stage and then exiting off of the stage. Like he couldn't, they couldn't be anywhere on the stage. So um, she saw Prince like walk right past her, and she couldn't help but just go, "Prince, I love you." And he goes, "I know, thanks." And then like just and continued to like walk off. <laughs> I'm I mean, like, that's what I would say. I'm like, wow. It's... I know, thanks. Jeez. I love me too. Yeah. Just, All right, let's move on. Anyways, hold on. I, I didn't get to say my comments oh, about sorry. this song. Yeah. I'm sorry. But uh, you guys took all the words out of my fucking mouth, you <laughs> dicks. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so the the uh, notes I wrote is the song feels like a white striped strokes garage rock revival and uh, in the best way possible. Mm. The goddamn I'm happy shout is everything in this track. I, I don't know if I'm super jazzed about the vocals. They tend to sound a bit muddy under the brash and loud guitars, but I dig what they're doing. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good track. I dig it. Cool. Track four, Mega Church. Mega Church. Mega Church. Man, 
I didn't realize I wanted to hear more. <laughs> well, so, that's only 30 seconds. I'm sorry. This song gives me... If there, there's not more, there isn't a more Arcade Fire song that's not Arcade Fire. <laughs> Taking my fucking I'm notes living, again, Dan. <laughs> I'm living for it. I love when electronic drums go into real drums. It's one of my favorite sounds. Mm. Like, um, an amazing song about how people worship the church more than they worship the God that represents it nowadays. Uh, I fucking love this song. Um, it's deep and it's silly at the same time. The second verse reminds me so much of social media Christians after a tragedy, mm-hmm. like uh, fitting, mm-hmm. uh, fitting, and I, it's fitting that there's church organs behind the verses. Like that's the synth noise they use. It sounds like a church organ. Yeah. Um, I love the simple repeated line: "Hurts to know we're on our own, sad to know we're in control." Mm. Like I just, I. Uh, Love it. Yeah, really di- diving into some deep themes on this uh, on this album for sure. Um, yeah, very very interesting. Um, the only thing that I could say about this song because I don't really have many more notes except for the ones that you just stole from me, Dan. Uh, the arcade Fire. <laughs> yes, is is that it is so Arcade Fire? It, 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 I oh love my... it because it's early Arcade Fire. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before the suburbs. Uh, but uh, yeah. which I I love that album to death. That's like one of me my fa- too. It's one of my favorite Arcade Fire albums. Uh, anyways. It uh, the only thing that I will say about it is the first we didn't play the first like ten seconds of it. Uh, I kind of skipped ahead of the tiny bit, but the first like ten seconds it almost felt like it was gonna be like a reinterpretation of like the Pixies. Where is my mind? And oh, that yeah. and then all of a sudden it just launched into like full on arcade fire. I'm like, you know what? I'm not mad about that. Let's let's keep that going. So yeah, that those are my only notes. Benny, no, so like again, like it's I. I do like I thought, I thought like it was like a really beautiful sound like like song, but I just I, I felt bad because like it's, I was trying to rate the songs and it was hard for me to, and I found this I found the song to be like near the bottom, oh, and okay. I don't I don't really know why, but it just because I liked so many other songs of like more, um, but I think the themes were great in this like I. I get it on like a, a really like raw level, like, like like what they're saying, and I I definitely enjoyed. It. I mean, I didn't I didn't really get the Arcade Fire reference because I don't I never really listened to Arcade Fire. Wait, 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 hold up, time I, out. Wait a second. You said you never listened to Arcade Fire. No, that's not that surprising. That that was a time period that if you I didn't listen to Arcade Fire, you didn't anymore. Well, you haven't listened to Seeger Rose. You haven't listened to Arcade Fire. I, I mean, it wasn't an indie rock kid. I know, I know. surprising to have listened to Arcade Fire because they're I'm not surprised. Big, big deal-ish. Kind they of were a big deal in the early two th- or mid-2000s. Sure. Yeah, like they a were. Big I mean, but again, I, I'd, I'm sure if I compare a couple of songs, I probably would see what you guys see. Um, but again, it's, it's actually what I think this was number like number like 11 on it but this again i still favorite it. album or second favorite that? song this is my second favorite song oh that's see that's, that's great though but, <laughs> I'm saying, but you know like when you love it you have an album it's hard to like put, like you can't rate everything at one or everything at two that's true that would have been but, hard for me i'm glad i didn't try to rate the songs yeah it, it was it was difficult <laughs> but please don't take that as shake I, I i love the song i love this whole album it just it was it was hard for me to put it a number to it so maybe i should Ooh. do it next time but... i have one song on this album that's my least favorite i still like it but it's my least okay. favorite song on the album i wonder if that's your number one we'll find out when we get there Ooh. why well, i'd put number one what i already said my number one your number one least favorite song oh i thought you meant no i want to know your least favorite song and i wonder if it's the same as mine 
Okay. I guess we'll see. All right. Moving on. Moving Any on. Notes, people. Nope. We're nope. good. Let's go. Trek five funeral plant. Okay, I hate that I keep doing this because I didn't. I don't love when you keep doing it, so I'm not gonna do this often. But this song gives me TV on the radio vibes. Oh yeah, totally. Um, it's a killer song with driving guitar and drum lines to stand with that standout bass line is Chef's Kiss. Mwah! I feel like the song might be about missing when people didn't have to be so scared in life. Mm. Like everyone nowadays is so medicated and numb due to so many tragedies happening nonstop. That's they're less affected and it's him dealing with everyone around him just being that way. That's what I took from the song, but I, I love the song. Yeah. So yeah. I wrote down that this is the perfect compliment to this previous song. Cause the, the last track was a little bit more somber in, in tone. And this one just kind of like helps to kind of embrace that a little bit more and help elevate it. Um, so the only thing that I had in terms of like a gripe about it is the chorus is amazing. Um, but the and I find this to be kind of a recurring theme with a lot of these tracks that I've written down in notes is and maybe it's just poor maybe it was the system that I was listening onto it or listening onto it. Yeah, I can word today. Um that I was listening on the system that I was listening, listening to this to right it on. Thank you. God. Spit it out, man. Come on. Why is my brain such mush today? Anyways, um, it felt like the vocals were really, really muddy and like the guitars were basically just stepping all over it. Like I had a hard time like hearing half of the vocals or half the lyrics. So it's like it's hard for me to kind of get really involved with the track uh, sure. when I could barely hear what the hell they were saying. Don't you feel like that's kind of the theme of the this indie rock style, though? Oh, yeah, totally. With, without question. Um, I, I was just hoping for a little bit more clarity. That's all. That's it. Fair enough. Um, so I... That, this song is actually near the top for me. I I, I fucking love this song. Me too. And Funeral Plant is actually the name of their, like like, like their like record label. Um, like the Funeral Plant Collective is kind of like what they're using as like a way to like give this album to the world. Um, I think that they're pairing with Run for Cover, um, records. But I believe the Funeral Plant Collective is like their. Like their like creative space or their like place where they recorded it. I forget where it is, but yeah, it's a it definitely is a part of it. It's, it's in reference to that. Um, I'm assuming. Got but it. one one line that I fucking like loved from the song is is prayed to be like everyone else. They found drugs, Jesus, and I just had myself. <sighs> yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> like he I just has himself, fucking... yeah. while everyone else has Jesus and drugs to deal with everything going on. So I fucking like I heard so that I'm like I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. And I got again this can be a lot of it. I think I dropped like a thousand F bombs since since we started this like review, but it's all all positive. Um like positive F bombs. Positive F bombs. So <laughs> if anybody has any baby ears, um I apologize. Sorry for all the little kids that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, all, we have a parental advisor. All of you fine. Do we, do we actually Yeah, of course we do. Okay. I'm, Fuck, fuck, I mean, fuck, I don't fuck, fuck, go fuck, too fuck. Far, but... 
Wow. No, me. no, I will. Fuck, 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 fuck. Well, we actually are allowed only uh, like fifty-five fucks. Um, so. Crap, we're almost out, guys. Stop. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> All right, track six, jerking off the sky. <laughs> oh, that's not the song. Okay, sorry. So starting with this synths galore, the beautiful fuzz pedal layered on, like, just uh, dark. I mean, not dark, but like like poignant guitar parts. This feels haunting. Um, it's touching again on despair that so many of us feel nowadays, and things that we see in the media while maybe we're all just waiting in line, mm. you know, to point to, or waiting in line for the afterlife, like he repeats over and over. But hot damn, those group vocals in the last bridge are awesome. Mm. Oh, so great I, song. So I wrote down that I'm actually kind of conflicted about this song. Uh, while I love the chorus and the topic that it's tackling in the lyrics, the first minute or so just feels very jarring uh, and doesn't seem to complement the chorus that's mm. in, in the center. But the chorus is just like it's everything in this track, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the the thing that's a real and I know this is a stylistic and artistic in nature, but and, and this is me being super nitpicky, but the last, I don't know, we'll say 15 to 20 seconds of the track, uh, that it just has that long extended just or whatever the hell you want to call that, it, it just feels like that could have been shortened up a lot more or found a way to kind of just bleed that into the next track to kind of just add more emphasis to it. And it just, I don't know, it, it felt, I'm very, very conflicted about that song. What interests me about this, mm -hmm. about your opinion on this song, sure, is that all those sounds that are at the end and at the beginning are atmospheric and building tension and building a mood. And you're someone that I feel like appreciates that as we go back to Cigarose or like bands that use atmospheric sounds to build a landscape that you're, you know, discovering. Sure. And this song is all about landscape. It's all about painting this picture of jerking off the sky <laughs> no, but, but you know about afterlife and i feel like the sounds that they're using are representing like what we represent or what we picture when it comes to afterlife like the dark bellowing to sounds or the like atmospheric sky mm. soaring guitars at the beginning so like okay. i can see from like actually i figured that would be kind of the notes that benny would have that's why i'm shocked that you <laughs> because I feel like you appreciate when bands do that, but maybe it's just not because they don't do that at any other point in this album like they do it to this level. Yeah. But. So, I mean, bands that, that encapsulate that sort of atmospheric mood building in their tracks, like as you pointed out, like a, like a Sigurose, that's when I, I, I get really deep into it. The problem with this record is, and it's, it's, not, it's not like a massive critique or anything, but it's because 
it feels like, especially with like the very first title track, or not title track, but gotten uh, made insurance plan, then this, and then a lot of these kind of arcade fire sort of indie rock sort of outs, it feels like it, it's a, a big mishmash of different styles. Not that it's a bad thing necessarily, but it, but this also feels like a, almost like a blatant ripoff of doing very similar to a, a cigarette in that regard. Like I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I do enjoy the song. It's just, it's sure. not, I would say this is probably my least favorite track on the album. I don't know wow. if you partake, but I will say to enhance your experience of this song, I did take some edibles and listen to this Ooh. album. And this song, I felt like I was like, like I was transported. I was I, like, oh no, I get it, man. It like I mean, it, it I mean, opened I mean, up like my third eye, dude. I'm just gonna surprise you, but I really like, enjoyed this song too. Um, and it was this kind of fell in the middle um, with, with, with me um, in terms of like when, when I was waiting. Um, I just really liked that. I I liked, like it's it just it's it's funny because like that, I I love the name of the of the song of the other yeah. song. It, 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 it's it's just like and but it's it's weird how like the the topics he's, he's kind of tackling are, are are somewhat like dark, but like the vibes aren't but aren't like in, in my opinion actually it was just it's more like beautiful. I guess and, and I guess I don't think haunting is the right word for that, uh, but I just found it to be a good a good mix. Um and, and I guess combining like that type of instrumentals with the topics that he's uh, is singing about i i, I really really enjoyed the song Personal. all right track seven the machine yeah. wait right. nope nope yeah am I right? wait, no no machines kept you alive you're we're right yeah. keep you track alive. seven machines kept you alive yeah First off, to throw some shade, Benny, did you hate this song? <laughs> because there is one verse that they repeat over and over, and you gave me so much shit for that before. Anyway, sorry. I have wow. no idea. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea what the song is actually about, but it's beautiful and so sad. I assume by the title and some of the key lyrics that we're dealing with death again here, mm-hmm. maybe holding on or just like describing the feeling of death then just straight drops into like this like drum and bass chaotic insanity for i don't know a half a minute only to be dropped back into your sad despair so like with a slow end i again this is kind of like atmospheric so i'm worried the shakuna didn't love it as much but i thought this i love this out this song so I want to say that <laughs> I, I appreciate the shade that you I knew it was coming. You know, what? it was funny as I was listening to this album, I'm like I'm probably going to sound like the biggest fucking hypocrite um, <laughs> ever because like some of these are like they they have like really, really like, I guess, like, like, like short verses and they just repeat it um, again, again, just a hammer from the point. Um, but I actually kind of agree with you that I think this is a kind of about like, I guess it kind of at the at the point before almost like in limbo before like life and death and if you and if if the name is like tied to that if you're like it's you know if you are tied to a machine and it's keeping you alive like like just one little like like 
like like like a little flick, you'll go off into like the darkness or the light or whatever you you, you want to go to. But I feel like it was like talking with like the limbo. Um, at least that was like my kind of uh, interpretation of it. But who knows? Right on. Uh, so here's what I wrote from my notes. Uh, I originally thought this was going to be a ballad of the album, but holy shit, uh, the chaotic electronic noise and massively sped up tempo towards the back of the song just feels like a real sucker punch to the senses. Like it, it's like I thought this would be like a perfect kind of like middle ground for the rest to set up like the back half of the album. And I was like, OK, sure. I'm like that, you know, it, it's kind of kind of standard practice for for a lot of albums to have like that. That song's going to kind of break the tension for the rest of the back of it. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, like w- when that just chaotic mishmash of just electronic drum beats kind of just hits you in the, in the face like after like this soothing chorus of pianos like it's like whoa what what are you trying to convey in this song uh because i i want to know more and uh yeah this is it's it's hauntingly beautiful i i really like it and doesn't he just like yell like staring to the side yeah, yeah like the, the, the last like like a minute is just him repeating that song like behind with the backdrop of those like like insane like drums and instrumentals, which I actually it was it threw me off again. But I was like, this is this is pretty cool. <laughs> I like <laughs> what's it. what's funny about Shakuna's last note there is I had hauntingly beautiful on like eight of these songs when I was doing like my notes. I was this like, whole album I can't say hauntingly beautiful, beautiful over and over, so I deleted them except for on the songs that I feel <laughs> really represented it. And it's, this was one of them. It's funny, Dan. It it's funny, Dan, because I did exactly the same fucking thing. <laughs> All right, we ready to move on? I feel like sure. we're like two minds in one on this album. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, track, let's move on. Track eight, Blood in the Milk. Okay, you guys ready for a long spiel? Yeah, uh, sure. Whew. This is my favorite track on the album, and I wanted to describe mm-hmm. why it went this way for me. Um, so I lived in Ann Arbor when my mom was diagnosed with cancer and would come up for her chemotherapy and live with me for the months that she was there. Okay. And so many of the lyrics, especially like the needle in the arm and like joking about death and like the talks that me and my mom had during that time period and so many things that he like the second verse made me cry one night when listening to this but like it's there's so many key points he hits home here and i it's intense like this song is hard for me actually and i do love the verse that doesn't make as much sense to my story the the neighborhood's nativity scene killed the grass living underneath they thought it was wild and free but i was angry and lonely like i love that lyric but so much of this song hit way too strong for me but i also just think it's an incredible song incredible lyrics songwriting all around but this is my favorite track but that's mostly because i've tied it now in my brain to this really hard period in my life of course yeah so this is my favorite track and this is an intense intense song for me that makes total sense though like i I, and i totally appreciate you kind of letting us in and kind of sharing that part of your story because that, that's it's again it's 
when a song you can relate to that much, it makes it that much better. And like this song, I mean, like it was high up for me. I don't have like the same tied to it as you do. However, like this was like my number. I guess, I feel like it makes no sense to me. This keep on keep on saying what what I rated these songs. It's <laughs> fine. But I just know number five uh, for me. So, but and I, but I, I fucking love this song. Yeah, it's, a, it's so good. And again, I don't. It's even like like it's the the whole like when they really like, like dive into like blood in the milk. Like it's I fucking like, like love that part of it. It's, well, it's so good. I didn't want to go too deep into that, but like my mom was dealing with breast cancer, so like the blood in the milk thing, like mm. a lot of this, like it just felt like it was written for me you know when you feel find a song like that like seriously driving her to ann arbor the u of m hospital and having her getting stuck with needles all day Mm -hmm. like this song i was like jesus fucking christ like you are writing feelings i was feeling what 15 years ago holy shit i know (laughs) we're getting real deep tonight in the podcast i like it Uh, see i'm already watering up here just thinking about this shit oh man so uh, the only notes I had for this uh, were, I don't know if it's just me, but this feels like this could have been a, a song written by Modest Mouse at some point in time. But, oh, my God, that chorus is a gut punch. Like, um, like whoa, where the fuck did that come from? Like, it just, yeah. I, I, yeah, like, I I didn't experience anything near to what you experienced, Dan, uh, by any means. It, I didn't it, think you guys would. No. So. I, I mean, and, and I hope, and you know, no offense, I, I hope never, I never do. Yeah, I yeah, hope you neither of you do either. Yeah, uh, but uh, man, oh, man, like, I, I could feel what you feel in that one, like how, how raw and just kind of just exposed that track is. And yeah, yeah, it's um, it's definitely That's it's, it's not my favorite, but man, it it's up there for sure. And I really think like maybe he had to deal with something similar because driving to Ann Arbor for needles, there's, I mean, Ann Arbor is the biggest cancer ward around. I'm like, is is this something he was dealing with too, or am I just? The only possible. one possible. Maybe I'm just relating to it too much. But yeah, this fucking song, man. It... Whoo. <laughs> okay. I right. feel like we need a palate cleanser, right? Yeah. Track nine, Veins in David's Hand. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> The more I look at the lyrics and listen to the song, like I kind of felt at the beginning, but the more I read into it, mm-hmm. I really feel like this is just like about the hopelessness of gun violence in America uh, and yeah. what you see. Like every inch of the song is dripping with the guilt we all feel and nothing we can do, kind of. Yeah, um, can, there's so much anger and energy in this song. Mm. It's a good one. It, it is. It's you, a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, yeah, this is my second favorite so- uh, song on the album. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> same. <laughs> but it is. The same. It's the it same. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got this like garage rock reinvented kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And, and I'm fucking here for it, man. Let, like I'm hoping that uh, other bands take note that listen to this album and, and carry that kind of style and theme along with them because holy shit, there is just so much to pick apart in this in this song in the best ways possible. Yeah. Um, and I I wrote a lot of notes for this one, but uh, I'll just keep it very, very brief and say that uh, 
Um, the uh, I, no, I want to hear them all. No, 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 no. I, I'll, I'll, I went off on a spiel last song. <laughs> that's okay. Listen, I'll, 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 I'll spare. Uh, but the the one thing that I really, really love about this is that it just it's that dr- driving guitar rhythm just all the way through, and it just doesn't let go. Like it in most. In most songs, I have that kind of contemporary structure of just like a really driving intro, kind of drive stuff down for a chorus, ramp it back up again. It just it keeps going all the way through and just doesn't stop until like the last fucking second. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm here for it, man. It is, oh, it's good. I got nothing but not much more to say other than I I really 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 loved it, and I think. Like as we have been seeing over the course, and we've already kind of said this, but over the course of this album, like they really touch on a lot of like really like hard, hard fucking topics, and they do it very, very, very fucking well. Yeah, um, and I'm it just makes me like like appreciate them so much more because they can deliver like really impactful, meaningful music, um, and still kind of like pay homage to who they are and i i definitely appreciate that i feel like this very much is a concept album in the same vein as like a coheed and cambria sort of deal like mm-hmm. they they clearly had an objective and a mission of how they want this album to come across and and yeah. and really what they want to kind of state about the state of the world and how religion plays a role in that and it's um it even if there are times in this album where it's very hard to kind of pick apart where those lyrics are just because of once again either how it was mixed or mastered um the 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 the, the energy is there and you can really you can feel it in, in every bit um and this, that song is without a doubt a very biting critique of of how of of what they feel about this album and the, and the, and the core concept so yeah that's what i really love about it track 10 estate sale can I can I get some can I get some video games? No? Okay. This song, you guys, would do David Bowie proud. This feels like a David Bowie late era song. Um, the use of synth in this whole album is incredible, but this song especially, they like really drive it home and nailed it with it. But it, it even the way he sings kind of sounds like David Bowie at times. Not always, but like his like lower toned voice he uses, mm-hmm. it sounds like maybe something off Black Star. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could vibe with that. Uh, you're you're not gonna like me saying this, but this is my least favorite track on the album. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah. This is my favorite track. Oh, are, are, are we the same here? Same. Oh. Song. Yeah. So um, the the thing the thing that you just mentioned about the kind of the David Bowie esque uh, singing off key uh, vibe there. I guess maybe I didn't really think of it in that way. I just felt like that was kind of, this is a track that should probably have been a very, very deep B side or, or maybe you know, something that maybe should have been part of the album because I just, I, <laughs> Damn. It, it, it just, it feels like you just didn't give a shit about it. It like it may, and maybe, maybe that's the, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't dive into the lyrics on this one. So I, I can't, I can't speak to like what the core concept of the song is. 
Um, but yeah, just the the singing off key side of things, just it it felt like oh this. I hate to bring back a, a past review, but it feels very similar to Kesha with that uh, "I'm a motherfucking woman" song, like where she just like kept on singing off key. I'm like, do you even do you even care about the song that you're singing? No, okay, fine. Well, whatever. she didn't. That, that, that I, I, I I get it now, <laughs> but this this doesn't this feels like this shouldn't be that type of I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna do whatever the hell I want, sort of thing. So. I still think it's got that David Bowie like I'm cooler than cool, so I'm gonna <laughs> sing however the fuck I want. <laughs> I mean, you might be right, Benjamin. So I mean. I, I didn't mind the song. I, I again I it was my like least favorite, sorry. But again, it was a least favorite of songs that I really, really fucking enjoyed. So it's kinda of hard for me to to give it like a harsh critique because I don't really have a harsh critique. But I just I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite my favorite my favorite song. Really. Hey man, one out of twelve ain't fucking bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. Where look at it. All right, cool. Track yeah. eleven, Woods Two. So this is my least favorite song on the album. Oh wow! Wow! Um, it is probably my one of my favorite "Say Anything" songs ever written. <laughs> Max Bemis could sing this, and it would be an exact "Say Anything" song. The way it's structured, the way it's sang, the vibe, like even the way he sings the chorus is Max Bemis. Like, yeah, it's a "Say Anything" song, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. And again, it's my least favorite song, but I still love it. Like this album is incredible. So mm-hmm. I don't have a song I hate on this album. But this one just kind of felt out of place, which is weird because, you know, the first and last track feel out of place. But I feel like they have a reason to be out of place and be in the structure. But this song, I mean, I dig it. But it's again, it's kind of like when you were listening to that album and everyone sounded like uh, starting line to you, like everything about the song just reminded me of say or say anything. And I was like, I can't get over that. That's fair. I, I like say anything. Don't get me wrong, listeners. I love say anything, but yeah, same. Uh, but uh, I didn't hear say anything. I I heard Arcade Fire again, and I was like, ah, shit. I I don't want to write that again because then Benny's gonna be like, oh, is this is the whole oh starting line thing all over again. No, <laughs> I mean, you often compare like, like like bands to other bands, and I don't know why, but I don't. I don't hear things that way. Maybe just the way I, I, I listen to music, but I don't, I think you have a, your, I guess your, your collection in your mind is a lot larger than, than, than mine is. I'll say that right out, sure. right out the gate. Um, however, like it's, I mean, I, I enjoyed the song. Again, it wasn't, it wasn't high um, on, again, like I'm kind of going through my like list now and it was like near the bottom. Um, but it is called Woods 2. So where's Woods 1? Woods, um, on Confusion. Cool. Um, on, on the album, I'm, uh, does that one sound like say anything? Also, I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly, I had to go back and, and listen to it again. I, I should have done that. I was, I was, I actually meant to compare. Like, I'm sure like the, the story is a continuation from, from the first one. 
Um, Got but it. I didn't mind it. It, it. it was good. I mean, again, it just wasn't my favorite, obviously, um, out of the faction, but I still thought it was good. Right on. Well, right, gentlemen. Track. What? Oh, I was, I was going to say, we, we've arrived at the last track on the album, and oh, I, was, I was teeing it up for you, Dan. <laughs> track 12. How did it used to be so easy? How did it, guys? This should be my least favorite song because my opinion on it is it's a very boring 90s alt rock jam. Like it should be on the radio or be on like the soundtrack to like hmm. some 90s movie. But I think the lyrics are so fucking strong in this song that it surpasses any of my like criticism about how the song goes. Like I feel like this one just felt out of place but also it's got that melancholy feel like i was talking about how the first track goes heavy the song goes very chill (laughs) but like the guitar like echo that they have going on there it just sounds like not a goo goo doll song but something around that era Mm -hmm. of like you know what i'm talking about especially you shakuna oh yeah Uh, so (laughs) it's funny you mentioned that uh, because I wrote in my notes, love the ending to this album. Nice instrumental, scare, but it feels like it could be the end credit song to an indie low budget rom com from the nineties. Like yes, yep, like like the, the the guy and the girl finally get together, and they're just like, I knew I loved you all along. I love you too. And then they kiss, and then all of a sudden the camera pans out to reveal like this big open like field somewhere, and then like you hear this song kind of play in the background. I'm like, oh yeah, that yeah, this is this is gonna be on a soundtrack somewhere. I can already sense it. <laughs> Like the music to this song sound like the credits are rolling to Empire Records. <laughs> yes. But the lyrics are surpassing that. Oh like, yeah, for sure. The things he touches on on this song, I need to pull them up while Benny's talking. Well, I'm, I was actually just gonna pull them up too. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I remember so... loving the lyrics, and I didn't write any notes except for, God, these lyrics are blowing my mind. I love the lyrics. So I didn't write any of the lyrics. Even. There's like two lines that are just like just very very simple, but they they, they kind of hit me like pretty good. And the first one was like like when you're talking about like um, there's a church up the up the street and on the sign up front. They say yes. "Be a fountain, not a drain." I'm just not that way. Oh my and gosh! Wait, is this also the just... song that says uh, they hang crosses in September, and those are with dead babies or something like that. Yeah. So in, in the first days of fall, they nail crosses in the lawn for the fake, um, dead babies to shame us all. Yeah. Yes. Like the lyrics in this song are incredible. I fucking agree. And I, I'm, I'm all for nineties alternative. That's, that's so I'm not against the way the song structured and sounds, but it feels off kilter to the rest of the album. But like I said, your first track is anger, I and at this point we've that. come to accepting. So yeah, and even like the very the very like last line, just saying like it's not easy. Just yeah, like, oh, fucking right, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right, it's not. <laughs> but, guys, no, it's I mean, not easy. so I know like I think like you, you made the the point. I was, I was gonna say too was like it's it's 
kind of it's kind of fitting how like like the first um song and the last song kind of don't fit but they kind of do yeah um so, which is kind of weird to say because i'm like contradicting myself um but because we often talk about how songs are placed um on this and so this i guess if you could put like this like this song on another part in the album i'm curious where you guys would put it um oh. no it needs to be the end yeah because same. Of okay. what i said because the way it doesn't fit with the album, if it was smack dab in the middle or anywhere other than the end, I'd be like, what is this oddball, odd duck in the middle of the no, album? No, I actually, I, I agree. I, just, I was just curious if you, if you guys both uh, concurred with that. Yeah, if, if it's if it's not the end, it's, it had to be somewhere in the middle, like once again, to break up the kind of the garage rocky, very front loaded, heavy uh, front of the album to, to kind of balance the rest of it uh, on the back end. Mm-hmm. That that'd be my that'd be the only other place I could think it would go, but yeah, it it belongs at the end, and I and deservedly so. It's it's the it's the perfect bookend to it, as far as I'm concerned. Sweet, yeah. So that's the album, and you'd normally I hate when we do albums that we just fucking love, but <laughs> I want people to hear this album, and yeah. I'm hoping please do some of some of our listeners are like, oh, what's this album? I'm gonna listen to it before we listen to the podcast because I really <laughs> think. I mean, I don't know what's in store for us this year. I know we got like Fallout Boys dropping a new album and a new song tomorrow, Uh-oh. and Blink 182's dropping their new album at some point. Fallout Boys so, tomorrow, like, yeah, new Fallout Boys tomorrow, and it's got Tom Morello on it. Ooh. New album, not just a new song, new album, new song tomorrow, new album coming very soon. Oh shit, sorry. Yeah. And like, I'm a huge fan of uh, Miley <laughs> Cyrus, and Miley Cyrus has a new song dropping tomorrow and a new album this year. Nice. So like. It's. I think it's going to be a very strong year for albums, and I'm worried about making a top ten for sure because I've already got one, and it's not even the second week of January. <laughs> well, yeah. if, if this album is any indication of what the the next year holds for us, I think this year is going to be very very strong, and and I think there's some credence to that too because keep in mind like COVID screwed up everything in the music industry, and if if we can go off of the rubric that. 2000 or yeah 2022 was like the end of the pandemic so to speak and this is kind of us getting out of it um then this should have been the the privacy or privacy the previous year should have been the year where artists were kind of compiling all their notes from you know being locked indoors for for months on end and uh and getting in the studio and actually recording all this shit yeah so so like even this album was supposed to be released i think it was 2020 i believe was the initial (laughs) and then obviously like some shit happened. <laughs> and what, just, what happened in 2020? Just something small. <laughs> something small. Um, but uh, but you know, it's a, it's. I'm excited for this year for sure. Yeah. If there's any indication how how it's gonna go, I'm pretty excited. It's gonna be good oh, times, yeah. everybody. Good times. God, there was someone else that's dropping an album. Oh, Gorillas. I'm excited about the new Gorillas album. Paramore. Oh Paramore's yeah, Paramore. Yeah. Have a banger that's coming out in February. And please, um, Jimmy World, release your fucking album this year. Okay, there, there's our last fuck for the... Oh, God damn it. I just said it. Damn it. <laughs> also, I mean, when Dua Lipa dropped her last album, it was one of my favorites of the year, and she has one coming out this year. Does she really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, do, we got Dua Lipa planning something for the year. I'm just going to go through the list real quick. Um, Hold on. I don't care about Morrissey. <laughs> How could you not care about Morrissey? Sum 41 has an album coming out this year, Heaven and Hell. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I just, I think it's going to be a pretty strong year for music in general. So completely agree. 
and this is how we're kicking it off. So this is great. Hell yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow. I can't wait to hear this new uh, Fallout Boy because everything's been teased. Sounds like they're going more of a rock route again. Oh, really? It's about damn like, time as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, your first single is going to have Tom Morello, and there's a song they've already hinted has Ollie Sykes on it from Bring Me the Horizon. Interesting. So, like, if that's any indication of what we're in for and the one clip that they've shared, I think this is going to be a heavier and more rock-related Fall Boy album, which a lot of people have been craving for a long time. Will this be the one that breaks the final of the curse of uh, all their bad albums as of late? I actually don't think Fall Boys put out a bad album. That's just my opinion. That's a hot take, sir. That is. That is I think point. their last two albums were very pop, and I'm fine with that because I like pop music. But sure. I mean, nothing will be as good as uh, From Under the Cork Tree and uh, God, what's the one? Take before? this that to your grave. One. Yeah, take this to your grave. Those two were iconic, but you know, you Fair know enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not like I, the biggest Fall really Boy listened. fan here. There is. I'm not gonna like. No, like I haven't listened to a lot of their. I think like I I listened to up to Infinity on High, and then I I skipped for some reason. Uh, American Psycho. No, you, no Folio um, Do is their next one. Folio Do was great. That's a. Well, so I, don't, I don't know why I skipped it, but then I actually enjoyed Save Rock and Roll. Yeah, um, I did too. And but after then after that, I didn't even bother. For some reason, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, but. Like they are very far down the list of bands I love, but I like them. Yeah, so right. I will. And like you said, I really hope Jimmy World. Come on, guys. Please, just just release the fucking album, please. I beg you. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. We have Blink too. Which... Yeah, but we're. I'm sure we'll live some songs on Blink. If that first single is any indication, I'm worried. But same. I, yeah. I, I thought it would grow on me, and it fucking <laughs> it hasn't. It's, it stayed stag- stagnant to me. It's still yeah. what it is, and I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's mediocre. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I just like we've talked about this, but I like hearing them together again. It's not that yeah. the song no, does okay. anything super great for me. <laughs> I mean, the only benefit is that since we're going to go see them at when we were young fest this year, uh, we'll, we'll be able to hear all this their year. old songs with, with 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 the boys back together. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good times. I'm I'm really really excited about that. Another exciting thing is early November. We're like, it's been a blast playing last year. We have some fun things in the work. I think next year is gonna be a huge year for us. I'm like, are we getting a real early November new album? Because the last one had new songs, but old B sides, and yeah, I loved yeah. it. Don't get me wrong, but if we're getting a whole new early November album, that would be pretty dope. I don't know, man. I call me a conspiracy theorist, but I think with this whole thing with drive through re-releasing all their back catalog and stuff like that, I got this weird sinking suspicion that a, a lot of those bands that are on that label are going to start doing like either like reunion tours or they're going to like just put out like some random tracks just just for the fuck of it. Like, yeah. how amazing would it be if we got like another something corporate album or another Finch album or Finch yeah or, album. or another Finch yes. album? Exactly right. Yeah, like or. I, Another starting line album. Oh my god! Please, that'd, please, that'd please. That'd be so cool. Anyways, like, we're we're rambling. I feel bad because like, I see them kept keep on posting that Finch release. I always see them re, like reposting. I'm like, oh, that's probably not a fucking song at all. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy it. Um, I I'm going was, to buy it. I'm kind of happy it's, it's still it. available. <laughs> I think it was it was worth it to me just because I because I have like what is this burn like on Screw you. And I have it too. Huh? Both of you have it. <laughs> well, 
She couldn't have got it out of the goodness of like of waffles. I know. I did. But I didn't. Like, but I in my defense, I didn't really know you guys back then. Otherwise, I would have totally bought it for you and said, Dan, because I love you more. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, waffles, if you're listening to this, I'm totally lying. Uh, I love you more. You're the best. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of you both for staying up to date on TikTok. I haven't done shit in like weeks. But... Well, I've. So I, the, the whole like dead wax thing, right? I didn't even do it on. I haven't been doing it on TikTok. I just because I'm lazy as fuck. And I've just been doing it on Instagram because just, it just go. Bloop, and just to take a picture of it and just it, it's I should do after. that because I've been more active on Instagram but I have no motivation yeah. right now to make a video yeah I'm, I I haven't done the challenge this uh this month I was I was really thinking about it, but I'm like after everything just happened on a, on a personal level like I just uh, I was like man I'm like I just don't have the time to dedicate to it right now so uh, maybe I'll, I'll do the fall one or the October one or whatever anyways uh gentlemen we're, we're kind of ending up things here uh did you rate this album Oh, do, yeah. Do you want to do that? I mean, it, I would I mean, say a nine. I, yeah, I agree with Dan on that one. It's it's a solid nine for me, for sure. Well, I was like, like nine point something to me. Like, I, and I think it deserves a little more than a nine, in my opinion. So I'll say like I think nine a nine's point, a perfect nine point, album. Nine point three. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, again, because again, I enjoyed like like more than like like 90% of it. Like, 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 like 100%. So like, I mean, like, so it's again, only like one song I was like, Eh, on so i mean i think that's pretty good to me but i can't I'm wait okay vinyl release yeah i know i, I need to push it so need i sent this. you guys like um through i just sent you guys like the through instagram um like the funeral the funeral plant collective yeah um so because they made a post that it's gonna be like, like through round cover and them and, and that and that thing oh really so i'm I've been like I had notifications on both of those, and it's funny because like I I see like one for cover posting about vinyl releases, and I'm like every time one pops up, I'm like is this fucking is this fucking fireworks? And it ends up not being fireworks. <laughs> I was Aww. hoping it would get released right away because I feel like the more people listen to this album, the more they're gonna realize how amazing it is, and it's gonna be huge yeah. in the scene. Maybe not in pop culture, but no. And I and vinyl, it's gonna be fucking beautiful. I cannot wait. <sighs> And I'm happy to hear Shakuna's rating because Benny, I knew you were gonna love this. Yeah. I was shocked how much I loved it, but you didn't think I was gonna it, like it at all. I I can't. I don't know. I was worried. Wow. Because you have yeah, little faith. Me, you were either gonna really love this album or you were gonna hate it. No, I I I honestly I I thought I was going. I was walking into this with tempered expectations just because once again sure. i don't i didn't know anything of their back catalog to begin with so going into this uh, going to this band blind i think was probably the best thing for me because i'll be honest with you listening to some of their back stuff i don't know if i'm jazzed about it as much as i am about this album so uh very similar to like the wonder years where i started off with the hum goes on forever is like the first album where, like i sat down listened to end to end and just kind of like let it just like wash over me like I can't look at any other album they've done and say that that's better because the hum goes on well, forever is, is that damn good. It's I I, I I agree, but I think it's but it's all like the whole journey, right? Like, yeah, they, sure. they they've evolved so gracefully, in my opinion, and it, it's it's been great to see. Um, but I mean, again, like it's, I think it's it's it kind of goes back to like if you have an album that you that is like that ties you to a certain area in life that you just. Like that, we are everywhere. You might you might hate that fucking album, but I love 
we are we are everywhere. It's, well, it's a, I, oh, I don't hate I, it. I no, I, make no mistake. I don't hate it. It's it just it's. No, I'm saying, but you might not like it as like I'll I'll give that one like a fucking ten all day. Oh, gotcha. Because okay. I, I, because I fucking love it, but you might not feel that way. Sure. But I'm saying like it's that I've been following them for, for for like forever, and I'm I'm just really pumped that they created like this like masterpiece of an album. Yeah, it's it's you know really, what I really want? special. I want hit the lights to drop a banger that we can't we didn't see coming because back in the day fireworks wonder years and hit the lights were like the newer punk that i was like Mm -hmm. this is good i like it i like it and then what it's been 17 years since all of them first broke into the scene or around there like almost 20 and they're all coming out with like groundbreaking career making albums like the new wonder years the new fireworks i want hit the lights to drop something well no they can't they're guitarists passed away recently oh did he really oh really yeah they did like a big show for it and i think like most of these bands were there bummer if you haven't checked out hit the lights that's an incredible band from that era as well i only have one album Um, is it shut up no oh that's such a good album you you, can you guess what it is it's Uh, very rainbowy like the album art is Is it it... wait for hit the lights yeah Come on, you should know it. I'm going to them. I don't remember what their <laughs> covers look like, really. I remember one spacey looking one. So there's. Oh, is that uh, the Summer Bone? Oh, it's Skip School and Start Fights. That's my least favorite yeah. album by them. Oh, what? Really? Oh, wow. Have you heard Body Bag? You're going to yes. need a body bag. Oh, that song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that I, love album. That song too. I actually so like. What song is that from? This is Stick off, Up. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I'm They're not, a great again, like, pop punk fan. Yep. Again, like that's, I I remember like loving like, that album. I don't know why. I haven't. I didn't. I don't think I've heard like a lot of their like stuff besides that white album. But I mean, well, I have a Body Bag though, and I love Body Bag. So Invictus was their space one, I believe. It was after the Skip School start fights. Invictus is that the name of it? Hold on. Uh, no, Invicta. Invicta. That's a very like progressive away from pop punk style album which sure. is good yeah agreed well gentlemen uh i think it's time to wrap up this uh this little show but i'm having so much fun i know but it's also late and i gotta go to bed at some point in time so so before we, we cut up i just want to like point out so i had a, a, a one of our listeners like we talked to me over tiktok yeah and say how they had my back over Dangerous Summer. They were like, they were, so, they weren't mad, but they were like really, really fucking surprised that you guys didn't like it. Wow. Um, as much as I did. And, and so they had my back. So, haha, I'm not alone. <laughs> I hope the thousands of Hot Rod Circuit fans come for you next, <laughs> Benny. I, I, hope <laughs> I hope they do. My thousand fans will beat up your one fan in the parking lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? Benny? I'm supposed to say that. Well, you didn't. Dan, where can we find you? Dan, where can we find you on the internet? Benny and the Wax. Benny and the Wax on the TikToks, on the Twitteries, and the Instagram those. And Dan, where can we find you on the internets? <laughs> you can find me next to the funeral plants. <laughs> at no. I am a Ecto Cooler Ghost on everything, everywhere, every all at once. All at once. All at once. Which one of the great movies, actually. Dangerously close. Uh, 
Anyways, uh, you can find me at The Big Shakuna pretty much anywhere online as well. I also stream on Twitch every Wednesday and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time if you want to watch me play some video games badly, if that's your sort of thing. <laughs> uh, don't forget also to go to our website, besideourselves.com, for all of our links to our playlists uh, when we do playlists here on the podcast, as well as all of our social links. And merch, if that's a thing that you like. Uh, if, if you, if you don't have enough merch in your life and you want more, we, we have more of that. Um, so once again, all those links are at our website, besideourselves.com. And with that being said, it's time to flip that record over. Yeah.